Chapter 41 of Mabel Ross, The Sewing Girl. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 41 Under the Mountain Ash The little light was flickering feebly, indeed, but not in privation and want, but surrounded by every comfort that means could furnish the little sufferer. Again, in the still night, was the delicate ear of the child soothed by the low tick of the old watch, redeemed from the hands of the pawnbroker. Again was, Mother's watch, mother's watch, the music she heard in it. With the cheerful spirit natural to her days of health, little Lily appeared to have forgotten the trials and troubles of latter months, or only to remember them to find greater comfort in the blessings now around her. It's come only for a little while to me, she whispered one day to Mabel. But then, I'm so happy to know it's put an end to all the trouble for you and dear Hilda and Minnie. With a tender glance into the tearful eyes turned wistfully upon her, Lily presently added, I'd like to say something more, Mabel dear, only... I don't think you like me to talk about it. Say anything you wish, darling. And Mabel wound her arms lovingly about the frail, wasted form of the child, as though to make sure she held now, at least, the thing so dear to her. Well, Mabel, I was going to say that, since you've got plenty of money, You'll be able to put the pretty white stone you and Hilda used to talk about at Mother's and Father's grave. And maybe you'll put a little one for me, too? Will you, maybe? Then there'll be a beautiful mountain ash for us all. I've been a good deal troubled all along about the mountain ash, because I knew it must cost a good deal of money to put it there, and you didn't have any at all and I used to dream that some of the good angels we know, maybe the good Barbara, would come of themselves, knowing I wanted it so much, and put it just in the right place over the grass. But you're crying, darling, and I won't talk so any more. The crying mustn't stop you, dearest Lily. I want to know just what you wish, and it shall be as you say. Well, Mabel, won't it be pleasant when you and Hilda and Minnie see the tree there in the summertime and the fall with its beautiful red berries and know your little Lily loved it above every other tree and begged you to have it just there? It will, my precious. And instead of feeling sorrowful and unhappy, You'll be thinking, all of you, how Lily was taken out of her pain to a kind Jesus who loves little children, and how she's with dear father and mother again, and the other good angels. Gone before, Mabel. Only gone before. We'll think of all that, dear Lily. God will give us the consolation. Mabel? After a pause, do you know, do you suspect, what, my darling, why I'm wanting to say all this to you now? 
Yes, dear Lily, that we may know you are not troubled at thought of what must sometime come, that we may be comforted when it does come. Yes, that, Mabel, but something more, too. It's because I think, I feel, it will only be a little while now. A sob came near bursting from the loving Mabel, but was checked at the thought of the suffering it would cause the little one. But Hilda, who with Minnie had listened to all from the foot of the bed where they stood, buried her face in her hands and gave way to the tears she could no longer restrain. Poor, poor Hilda! The little voice was full of pity and only caused the tears to flow faster. Oh, Lily, if I were but good, like the rest of you, I could bear it better. Dear Hilda, you are good. Hilda uncovered her face and choked back her tears. If I'm not all bad, Lily dear, she said, it's because of my having you good ones by me. But I'm going to be better, Lily. I'm going to be more like Mabel. I want you to take a little minute and think of this, Lily. Just a little minute. I'm praying always now for a good, strong faith like Mabel, so that when the time comes for me to go to you and Mother, I may be worthy. You understand, Lily? I mean those words of Mother's that Mabel has often told you, to be worthy the home to which we all are going. And, Lily, I tell you this now for the same reason you've been telling so much to Mabel. You know, Lily? Yes, dear Hilda, because I shall go from you all so soon. And it was soon she went, sooner perhaps than the little one herself thought for Lily never wakened from the sleep into which she fell an hour or so after this talk with her sisters. Two white stones mark the spot where sleep three of the household, gone before, three taken and three left, and over them blooms the beautiful mountain ash with its glory of scarlet berries, reminding the three who remain of the angel child, who tarried with them here a while, making purer and better their hearts, then sped to the world of light from sorrow, from pain. End of chapter 41 End of Mabel Ross, The Sewing Girl Recording by Jennifer Fournier, Marshall, Virginia